So we say in the davening, This day, Rosh Hashanah, is the day of the beginning of your creation. Well-known question that all the Rabbim ask. This day, Rosh Hashanah, is not the beginning of creation. The beginning of creation happened six days earlier on Chofei Elul. Rosh Hashanah marks the sixth day of creation where other Marishan and Chava were created. Why is it called Tchilas Ma'asecha? I'm just going to quote a synopsis, one thought which the Rebbe in a Maimer from Tavshim Emalav mentions, a beautiful uh, way of interpreting this, this, this line. The Pasuk reads like this, It's not a Pasuk, it's a line from the davening. Uh, of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, this is the day that marks the beginning of your creation. It's a remembrance of the first day of creation. This is a law for the Jewish people, mishpat, uh, laws and judicious, uh, judiciousness for the uh, God of Yaakov. But somehow they juxtapose here in this one sentence, key, because, it's like the reason for the first part, we give us a reason, we'll understand this in a moment. So the Rebbe in the Maim explains like this, as we know from Chazal, Moshe Rabbeinu gave Nevoah with the term Zeh, he said Zeh all of the Nevi'im said Koi, Koi Omar Hashem, the difference between Zeh and Koi, Koi means so, so said Hashem. So implies that it's not clear, it's, it's approximate. Zeh is very definitive. This is the only one who had such clarity in Nevoah that his vision of Nevoah was with absolute crystal clarity was Moshe Rabbeinu. So we see from here, Zeh means with something it's clearly revealed unambiguously revealed. Another thing about Zeh, it says in that Zeh is something that can only be said about the Hashem's essence. Because nothing in creation, even the loftiest realms in creation, you cannot say Zeh, this is it. Because what that creation uh, represents and how it presents itself is not what it really is. Because what things really are Really, there are godly things. That the Dvar Hashem, there's the divine will that sustains them. Their true identity is the flow of divine energy that sustains their existence. So you can never say Zeh, this is it. So Zeh in the sense, like you're identifying, this is what it is. What I see is what it is. The way it presents itself, this is what it is. It's not what it is. There's a deeper definition of that thing that is hidden inside of it. The only one you can say Zeh, he is what he is, is Hashem. So taking these two interpretations of Zeh into account, we'll now understand the whole sentence here. We know that the purpose of creation was not just that the world exists and goes about its own business, but the purpose is that the Veda, the God wanted there to be Jewish people and there be a Torah, Human beings will serve Hashem. They will overcome and override their, the barriers and the obstructions in their lives and overcome the uh, limitations of their physical and materialistic existence and connect with Hashem in a deeper way. And that's done through Torah and Mitzvahs. And through that Aveda, they reveal Zeh. Zeh is revelation. They bring the essence of Hashem into revelation, into clear 
crystal clear uh, exposure into creation. That is a remarkable thing. When creation came into existence in Chof Hei Elul, it's Koi. Chof Hei spells the word Koi. Chof Hei. Koi means, yes, it was a very lofty day. As we know that the first day of creation, God created the entire universe. The Ramban Rashi brings it that the first day of creation, everything was created. But it was created more in the sense that it didn't, it's, it, there was, it was no longer nothingness. And it was the beginning of somethingness, but it didn't yet congeal into something very specific. What the Ramban calls Kayechayuli, this is like the potential for existence. Before that, there was, the existence was absurd, was inconceivable. The first day of creation, God made the transition from utter absolute nothingness to the beginning and the possibility for being. That was created in Olam Abriya, that's called in Karechzidah's terminology, the world of Bria. But there is a Shoriyas HaMetziyas, the possibility for Metziyas, but it's still in an abstract form. You can still feel the Ayin. The Ayin is what? The godly source in it is very much identifiable. So that you can imagine the Chofay Elo, what a lofty day this was, where creation came into existence, but it was still in a state of transcendence, where its divine source was um, uh, acutely exposed and it therefore did not take on a very uh, physical and specific form that would separate it from its divine source. So this is Chofayelo. But nevertheless, despite the loftiness of that day, it's still Koi because A, the revelation is only on a certain level. It's limited because it's a revelation that comes because this is the way God designed creation. That creation should still be able to reflect Him. But when we serve Hashem and we overcome the, the harsh and obnoxious limitations of the physical world to connect with Hashem, zeh, we bring Hashem into sharp focus in this physical world in a way that even the first day of creation did not have Hashem come into such clear and, and sharp focus as uh, happens dafka through the service of Torah mitzvahs. So that's Zed. And also Zed, that it's Atmos. It's not just we bring down lofty, lofty divine revelations. This is Hashem's essence, which is the only one we can say about Zed. He's the one who comes into sharp focus in the physical world. And another Nukudah. Where is that revelation happening? In your actions, in your creation. The Rebbe points out a remarkable idea, which he mentions many, many different places. It's one of the Rebbe's uh, highlights and hallmarks, if you will, in, in understanding what is the purpose of creation. The Rebbe says it's not enough that we bring Hashem down into the world. We want the world itself to be a place where this revelation resonates with the world. Of course, Hashem can reveal anything upon anyone. Right? You see, Rabbi Kiva Eger once discussed a very deep discussion in Gemara with his colleague, the Nesivas Amishpa, two great giant scholars, and the students who were not nearly as great as they were, um, were standing there in awe. And, of course, it was over their heads. But at one point, Rabbi Eger turned to one of the students and said, can you answer the question that my colleague, the Nesivas, just asked? And the student began to talk like as if he was a giant scholar on the same level as his teacher. And everybody was like stunned because this student was not on the level. So the Nesivas, when he saw this, he cried. He wept from emotion 
from excitement, he says, <laughs> Rebbe Kiva Eger was such a great teacher that if he wanted a rock to speak, he could make the rock speak too. But obviously, he wasn't the rock himself speaking. He wasn't the student himself speaking. He was the teacher that was speaking through the student. The student himself, when he walked out of the room afterwards, he, he was the same student as before. He couldn't even repeat what he said. Hashem can reveal himself anywhere, but is the world itself changed? No. The purpose of creation is that through our Torah mitzvahs, we transform the world into such a place where that revealed godliness, which we bring into sharp focus through Zeh, through Torah mitzvahs, resonates with the nature of the world itself. The world itself is a place which begs and is eager to have this revelation revealed in it. And that's Tchilas Ma'asech. We bring it all the way to Ma'asech. So this, these are the two extremes. We bring the loftiest, the most extreme high, the essence of Hashem Himself, into sharp revelation in the lowliest place in the world. And, and, and it's not just because it's imposed on that lowlier place, but it's the world itself that it beckons this kind of revelation and it completely resonates with it. And this is Kihoikli Yisrael. That's why we add the Pasuk from Tehillim. Key, because how can we make how can we make this happen? How can we take something that even angels have no connection to? How can we do this? Because Kihoikli Yisrael through Torah, Choik is Torah, Mishpat is mitzvahs, as it says in Chsidus. So Torah and mitzvahs, we can make that happen.